Welcome, welcome, welcome to week two, baby. This is the Extra Point Podcast with the College Football Experience. We are the College Football Experience. My name's Gus, that's Will, and you heard me right. It's week two of college football, man. We're loaded up with games, and we're here to break them down tonight, Thursday. We got one kicking off tomorrow that we're going to talk about later, but Will, on a scale from zero to ten, how excited are you for week two? It's if it ain't a twelve, then you're doing something wrong, brother. <laughs> yeah, I'm very excited for this week. Um, got some really big games. Um, I'm ex- I'm just glad that it's like from twelve o'clock to all the way to shoot two o'clock in the morning. We got some it ball is, games. It is that are going to be on our pickums. Yes, dude. It is such a consistent slate. I mean, we have like three in the. We we have one in the eleven o'clock. We got three more at twelve. We got three that kick off at three thirty. We got and then we got like four that kick off from seven seven thirty. And then the Auburn Tigers kick off at ten thirty Eastern. Lord, I'm gonna have to duct tape my eyes open to watch that one. But before we jump into breaking down week two, man, we've been getting lots. Of- great feedback we've been getting people telling us that they're watching and if you're watching if you are listening subscribe on youtube follow us on apple Podcasts and spotify you can find us on tiktok and instagram as well at the college football experience you don't want to miss the videos we're going to be putting out this fall our our very first one's coming out towards the end of october it's going to be a blast and y'all definitely do not want to miss those well let's go ahead and jump right in man Texas versus Alabama, that's going to be the biggest game of the day. It's at 7 o'clock. Bryant Denny's going to be rocking at night. I think Alabama is like a seven-and-a-half-point favorite. I think that's about the consistent spread. Kind of like I said, this is going to be the most hyped out-of-conference game of the season. Everyone's looking forward to it. It's it's could be kind of like a statement game for both teams it could be a statement game for alabama saying like hey we ain't going anywhere and it also could be a big statement game for texas saying hey we are back we just went on the road and beat alabama man i'm i don't have a tough personally i don't have a tough time picking this game just because i'm kind of as easy biased but where do you who are you picking in this game? Why are you picking them? And where in kind of the range are you going to place them? I don't give a piss about nothing but the tide. But the tide, Willie. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out, Willie. Going to be Shout on the Barstool Sports Show this Saturday. Roll Tide, Willie. Yeah, Roll Tide, Willie. Uh, I got Alabama for obvious reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, going to be able to be tougher up front defensively they're gonna fly around uh they're at home that's the one thing um and they just don't lose at home that much they haven't lost since uh the lsu game in 2019 at home um and then i can't even remember i had to be old miss that beat them before that at home so mm-hmm. um i might be wrong about that but i'm pretty sure that's that's right um this one is going to be the mid-range for me. So in between my four points to seven points, mm-hmm. um, haven't fully decided yet how just kind of making sure nothing comes out before Saturday afternoon, injuries or somebody, something crazy happens. Mm-hmm. As long as Milrose playing, I think they're going to be just fine. He, he, I don't really expect him to do it with his arms, but with his legs. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just don't know how – Quinn Ewers in Texas is going to handle this crowd. 
um, yeah. but this atmosphere, it's going to be crazy. It's going to be wild. Um, that's one of the reasons why we picked uh, Alabama to be our first campus visit as well. Yeah. Man, I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing what this Alabama secondary is going to do because they've been hyped up this whole this whole this whole off season. This is a like this is one of the top secondaries in the country. They're absolutely loaded at corner. They have young safety in Caleb Downs. Texas ain't hurting in a wide receiver room. So I think this is going to be probably this Alabama secondary's biggest test of the season, even though it's coming in just week two. I, I think this is going to be their biggest test. And that's kind of the matchup that I'm looking at. And can can Alabama run the ball on what is a pretty sturdy front seven for Texas as well? So I'm kind of looking at that as can Alabama maintain their identity when they go up against a lot better talent. Man, I'm 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 so excited for this game. I'll probably have it at about like the four to seven range too. There was a part of me earlier in the week that was like, screw it. Let's just put Bama at 10. Let's just roll with them, but I don't um, do it. I just want this game to be what it's hyped up to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's so many times we get these games and everybody's so excited for them and they end up just being just kind of disappointing. Yeah. Um, so I, I hope it's fun. I hope it's close. I hope both teams can make plays, but uh, for my selfish reasons, I hope Alabama can uh, pull away at the end and uh, make some plays late. Do you think Alabama covers the seven and a half? Mm-hmm. I think if they win – Something's going to happen at the end, and then they kind of yeah. win by like 14 or 10 or something, yeah. or 21, something, mm-hmm. you know, like like it's close, but something like a pick six at the end of the game, something like yeah. that kind of opens it up. Um, but I, I just want it to be fun and worth the the hype, the hype that it's that is, you know, I want people to see like, oh, Texas is a really good team, and yeah. Alabama doesn't want to play them again in the playoffs. And yeah, I hope I hope it's something like that, man. So, so you were talking about the last time that Alabama lost at home. Do you know the last time they lost at home to a non-conference opponent? Was it Nick Saban's first year? Two thousand seven, Louisiana, Louisiana Monroe. Monroe. Yeah, that's going that's the guess. last time Alabama's lost at home to a non-conference opponent. Given they haven't played many crazy well, teams at home in the non-con, yeah. but still. They always play them at neutral sites, usually Dallas, yeah. Atlanta. I mean, even with the neutral sites, I don't even think they've lost to a non-conference opponent in the in the regular season since then. I mean, I I can't think of any off the top of my head. No, and they haven't played a they've big non-con played, in a while. State, they've played Miami, yeah. they've played Michigan, they played USC. Miami, oh, that's terrible, dude. Yeah, but that, those that, those that US dude, that USC game was terrible. FSU game was pretty good until their starting quarterback got hurt. Francois. Uh, but they haven't played one of those in a while, man. Yeah. Um at least one that's been competitive. Yeah, since twenty twenty one was a, yeah. was when they played my Amy. But I'm really looking forward to this game and I think everyone around the country and in the college football sphere is also really looking yeah. forward to this game. College game day is gonna be there. I mean, uh, is uh, SEC uh, is SEC Nation gonna be there? 
I don't think so. I don't I think, think they are either. I think they're going to make the Alabama-Tennessee trip. I think that's yeah. going to be the one they go to. Yeah. Man, but looking forward to watching the Tide play. Horns. I have to throw the horns down for good luck. Horns. Willie down. threw it like this. That triple horn. <laughs> the the But the dude that was recording, Willie, said, that's a unicorn. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, man. We are moving on, heading out to the state of Texas. Spencer, the week one champ who didn't want to come on the show tonight, he thinks this game's going to be a blowout. Oregon going down to Texas Tech Red Raiders. The line's about six and a half towards Oregon, man. I think this is a trap game for Oregon because. I think them coming into Lubbock, Texas, after Texas Tech has taken the loss against Wyoming to open up the season and kind of an ugly – it ended up being an ugly game for Texas Tech at the end of it. I mean, you, you shouldn't go on the road as – I think they were like a 14 or pretty close to it, like a 14-and-a-half point favorite and lose in double or triple overtime. But they're going to be hyped. This game, I'm putting low, but of course, I am super bullish on Oregon. I think Oregon's going to win. I think it's going to be close. I think the Ducks barely get out alive here. Uh, yeah, this is a definitely a trap game for Oregon, and it makes it worse for them that Texas Tech lost last oh, week. One, um, it just hundred percent. It just kind of sets up for it. Uh, yeah. You know, you kind of go and thinking, oh, they lost to Wyoming last week. Um, they were way better than Wyoming, but the crowd is going to be absolutely crazy. This game was going to be crazy regardless if, if yes. uh, Texas Tech would have won anyway. Uh, this will be the toughest atmosphere probably Oregon has to go into for a while. Mm -hmm. uh, so this will be a good test for them. Um, you know, can their defense step up, make some plays? Um, I got this one low as well. Um, two to four, I'm thinking right around there. Mm -hmm. Um, probably more around three to four, somewhere in that ball range. Um, feel like Oregon's gonna win, give me some points. Um, but it won't hurt me as much if I, if I lose yeah. my three or four. I mean, there's no reason Oregon shouldn't win this game. I mean, they. They have the better talent roster. They have the better defense. They have the better quarterback. And, I mean, they they have the better offensive line. I mean, they they should win this football game. And I'm really I'm really looking at Bo Nix here to kind of be able to say, like, hey, this is my – this is what? This is his fifth year of college football. Say, like, hey, I am, I am the veteran QB. I've played on the road in the SEC. I have played in, in I've played in environments that are crazier than this, that are bigger than this. Let me put the team on my back. Let me make the plays that I need to make, and we'll let's just get out of here with the win. Because if you, because if we can get out of here with the win, we can use this to springboard into the season and really kind of, really, really kind of put the country on notice. Like, hey, we are for real this year. Yeah, this will be a chance for Bo Nix to kind of show, like, hey, I'm a Heisman Trophy contender, uh, these ducks or something, for everybody to really um, take serious this year. 
and uh, it'll be fun to see. I'm uh, I'm glad they're playing somebody like this early. Oh yeah. Um, on the road, that way we can kind of see them in prime time and see how they play on the road against a, a pretty good team. Um, oh, yeah. I know a lot of people were high on Texas Tech in the preseason. Um, you cover three guys, a bunch of guys were to um, maybe then be a surprise team in the Big 12 this year. I actually picked them to go to the Big 12 championship game. Though these first two losses wouldn't – they wouldn't put them out of contention because they aren't conference games. But, man, you could definitely lose a locker room. You could definitely kill all of the offseason, like all of the momentum you had coming into the season from the offseason. But, man – that that there's a part of me that wants Texas Tech to win, but then there's part of me that wants Oregon to win. So my pick hits, and I can keep climbing up the ranks and the pick ones. But that that that'll definitely be a time um, to keep. Uh, is I think that's at seven o'clock Eastern, right? I think so. Let me see. Yeah, that's so they're going into Lubbock at night. Mm-hmm. That place is gonna be. Oh man, they're they are walking in to uh, angry, angry like a like they're walking into a hornet's nest. Like that that place is gonna be insane, man. So this game we're about to talk about though, Iowa versus Iowa State. It is on the pickums every year just because of the type of game it is. And it always feels like I never pick it right. I think last season was the first year I ever picked it right, choosing Iowa State. Yeah. Yeah. Um, This one's always hard. This one's tough. Uh, These two teams, it doesn't matter what the record is or what the teams are doing. This game is always tough to pick because you always pick the opposite. Yeah. Like last year – um, I'm pretty sure it was unsure. I think we were half and half with the group. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, I know when Iowa's offense was better, it was really hard because both teams were really good. And this game goes back and forth the whole time. Seems like both teams want to win this game. They want to represent the state. They want to be the team of the state. And yeah. it's for a really cool trophy. So um, I got this one low. Mm-hmm. The really low, kind of in that same two to – Four range as well. Um, I see the Hawkeyes getting it done. Uh, Cade McNamara, uh, the new go. quarterback, the new quarterback uh, there. Um, I really like him a lot. I liked him at Michigan. So I think he's taking this offense to the next step. He threw the first touchdown for Iowa in the first game for their first touchdown. That was the first time since like 91, maybe. There was a, some type of stat. That's gross. Yeah, I mean, how was that yeah, even where, possible? Where it was their first <laughs> touchdown of the season was a passing touchdown. Yeah, that was the first That's time gross. since the 90s, dude. How does that even happen? I wasn't <laughs> even born then. How do you, I don't even know how you go that long without throwing a touchdown pass in your first game for the first touchdown. Yeah, um, you you just have an identity, man, and you don't change. Yeah. Kind of like Kirby Smart's haircut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, I haven't changed since the – Probably since the eighties, bro. Man, uh, but I'm going Iowa. Yeah. And kind of like you said, this game always comes down to just some 
absolute bull crap, man. It's like it always comes down to like a pick six off the helmet or something like that, or like a or like it's a muff punt in like the late fourth quarter and the team and then the punting team scoops it up and then they kick a field goal as time expires or like one quarterback throws six interceptions in the game. <laughs> or I mean, just yeah. something that always seems to go against you. Even though this game is being played in Ames, I'm going with Iowa as well. With still with all of the suspension drama that's going on for um Iowa for um Iowa State, I'm going team with the better quarterback. I'm going to team with the better i with the better identity. Defense, I'm going. Yeah. I'm going. I yeah, and the team with the better defense. I'm going Iowa. I think I think this over under is like 36 and a half. I mean low. That's like Army versus Navy low. And I would say the under would probably still be the play here. Just just because this game always goes under. I mean, has the sun rise in the east in the morning? Yes. Does Iowa versus Iowa State always go under? Yes. Take the under is something that I would do if I was a betting man, but I am not. And I think I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say it. I have this game at two. Just, just, just because of the nature of it, I really don't, don't trust it at all, man. And this game right here, man, I'm excited for it. Auburn going out to the Bay Area, Cal Berkeley. Auburn is about a six and a half point favorite that line being that low kind of scares me just because like what does vegas know i think cal's a sneaky good roster they really hit it hard in the portal as did auburn and it's just time change difference auburn going on the road cal super motivated they looked really good last week auburn also looked really good last week what do you think about auburn taking this trip out west um it's kind of a weird matchup Weird yep. game. Um, never thought I'd see these two teams playing each other. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like Auburn should win. Like, they're the better team, the better roster. But, man, having to travel all the way out west and you don't play until 1030 local time, that's that's going to be weird. I mean, I don't care who you are. That's weird to play that late of a football game. And um, I'm sure – They've started already preparing for the time zone difference. I'm sure they practiced mm-hmm. at night a few times um, mm-hmm. just to kind of get this ready. Um, Auburn just needs to come, establish the run early, establish the line of scrimmage early, let them know, hey, uh, we are better than you up front, and we mm-hmm. will prove it to you all night. It's um, going to be a rumors, long day. Rumors have it that um, Auburn's starting running back might be playing, possibly. Jacquez Hunter, yep. yeah. He- no. It's not 100% yet, but um, if he can play, that would be great for Auburn. Um, And plus, this will be a booster for uh, Peyton Thorne to be able to go out west, take his team out west, lead them to victory. And let's see if they keep incorporating Robbie uh, Ashford into the offense. Seems like when they get inside the red zone, he's um, using his legs to score. Um, You know, last week UMass kind of had trouble stopping that, so – um, I'm excited to see how they use both the quarterbacks, if that's still a thing or not. Um, so I'm excited. This is a like a five to a eight 
type game for me. I'm not sure yet. I feel confident in Auburn's going to get out there and win. Uh, but yeah, that six, six and a half spread scares me a little bit that there's something about Cal that I just don't know about that maybe Vegas does. Yeah. I mean, kind of like you said, I hope that Jacquez Hunter plays. Cause I mean, he's, he's one of the better running backs in the sec. And if, and if you have him coming back in his first game, he's really going to be motivated. That offensive line played really good for Auburn last week. Robbie Ashford, like you said, scored three red zone touchdowns. He would, he like he just adds a different element just because you do get the extra blocker and that that's almost like a mentality thing. Whenever you put him in, it's like, hey, we are running at you. Come and stop us. Come and stop us, please. Try to. So. I think Auburn's going to win too. And California's been giving us a lot of bulletin board material, man. They've they've been talking smack. They've been like Auburn this, Auburn that. The 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 film don't really look good. The roster don't look good. So I hope that Hugh Freeze is saying like, "Hey, we need to go out here and we need to show these guys what real Auburn football is." So I hope we go out there and just for that, I'm I'm putting this game at like seven. So I'm putting this really high for Auburn. I think Auburn wins. I would go as far to say Auburn covers because I think Auburn's going to try to come out and really make a statement in Hugh Freeze's first real game. Well, first big game because this is a big game. I mean, you're going on the road. You're in the primetime late night spot. Everyone on the West Coast is going to be watching because it's Auburn coming to Cal. They're two really big-name schools, and you're on the road. I want to see Auburn on the road because we've sucked on the road. Ever since we've had Gus Miles on, we've sucked on the road. We've been terrible, so I really want to see Hugh Freeze go on the road, have a super disciplined team, and just go out there and pound them. Pound them into the, the dirt. Man, I'm excited. Super, super excited. This game in the noon slot, man, we coming. That's what Dion said all summer. And last week, he came. He showed up. He showed up. And he whooped TCU. Whooped them. Absolutely whooped them. And, man, we're coming back home, Dion. Coming back to Boulder. They're playing Nebraska. That's a sneaky rivalry for everyone that doesn't really know. They got ranked 22nd, the Colorado Buffaloes did, in the AP poll. This is this game has the second most hype coming into this week. It's in the noon slot Eastern, 10 a.m. local. So that's really, really early. These tickets were going for $400 a pop. Colorado's a three. They're anywhere from two and a half to a three and a half point favorite, depending on the sports book that you're looking at, man. There's a just on principle, I want to pick Nebraska because they're due for a do up spot. Colorado's due for a for a for a do down spot. But that Nebraska offense, I don't think they're gonna be able to keep up with the buffs, dude. I really don't. Yeah, this could be another shootout game, uh, possibly, if Nebraska's offense can come out there 
Um, I think Colorado is going to play well. They sh- at least they should first home opener. Um, the only thing that scares me about it is that it is 10 a.m. local. Um, so I guess technically they played at the same time slot this past week. So it's the same thing. The schedule will be, will be the exact same. Um, so it doesn't really, so them playing a 12 o'clock game last week really helped them out for this week. Um, the crowd is going to be amazing. This it's going to be full there. I think the crowd will make a difference because they are excited. They're finally excited for Colorado football the first time since the nineties. So this will be really fun. Old school rivalry from the old big eight days back in the day when they were just eight teams down there playing in the old Big 12. Um, Mm -hmm. So Shador Sanders, I'm excited to see him play. Uh, Broke some school records last year. Uh, Nebraska's offense just looked terrible against Minnesota. Minnesota was trying to give them the game. They were trying to give Minnesota the game. And uh, finally, one of them – finally, one of them won that game and it was over with. Good (laughs) Lord. Um, But Sims, I think he's going to come out. I think he's going to play a little better. Um, I, I think mean, he's he, a little – he could not get much worse. worse. Yeah. yeah. I think he's going to be much motivated. I think Matt Rule is going to come out there and um, coach a really good game. But I think Dion and them are going to um, come out and show everybody again why they're um, – why they should be respected ultimately. And I got this game anywhere. I've been changing it up, man, from four to eight. I've yeah. been anywhere from there because – we're so early in the year. I feel like if I can be, if I can risk it, I can, I can make up these points throughout the few next weeks, mm-hmm. and just I, I need to be in contention in November. Yeah. So I think I can um, risk it this week to maybe jump a few people, and yeah. maybe try to get one of those first three slots by myself. Um, so I think if I go Colorado high and they can win, I think I can start out Saturday. I'll know by by three thirty, I'm gonna have a pretty good week day. Yeah, I mean, I really look at Colorado's matchup with the Nebraska defense because the Nebraska defense played pretty good versus Minnesota. I would say they are better than the TCU defense that the Colorado offense just ran through last week, like it was a hot knife through freaking butter. I mean, they went through them like it was nothing. So I do want to see this Colorado offense kind of put up a fight against a better defense. But again, I am I am going Colorado. Travis Hunter, dog. Shadur Sanders, dog. I mean, they're little, they're just loaded at the wide receiver position. And I also want to see can can the Colorado defense look a little bit better two because they didn't look great last week but can they against what's probably a worse offense than what they faced in tcu last week can they kind of put this nebraska offense to bed and kind of have the fans up in lincoln kind of questions like hey it's like we aren't gonna have as good as a season as we thought we were gonna have so i'm gonna put this game man I think I'm going to put this game kind of high, too, just because I know everyone else is probably going to put it high, maybe besides like one or two people. Uh Uh-oh. Lost will. But um, I am going to put this game pretty high. Probably going to put it at about 
six, seven, probably, and just see where we go from there, just because everyone else will put it high, too. Since Will kind of disconnected, I'm just going to keep moving on, going down the list of these games, man. We have Texas A&M is going to Miami in the 330 slot. They are making the return trip down to South Florida after Miami came to College Station last year, man. It was an ugly game last year with two ugly offenses on the field. But I'm I'm really looking forward to these both because they both both these teams made um, offensive coordinator changes throughout the offseason. Um, Texas A&M, of course, hired uh, they hired but they hired Bobby Petrino. Miami hired Shannon Dawson from Houston. So I'm really looking forward to this offensive battle, man. Both these teams are offenses that are kind of need to be on the up and up, but they. I would say the highlight of these two teams will be on the defensive side of the ball. So you have really good matchups on either side of the ball uh, for them. But I think Texas A&M, I mean, I think their talent's going to kind of reign supreme here. Um, I'm really looking at Connor Wegman and at Texas A&M wide receiver room to be able to push the ball down the field against that uh, secondary of the Hurricanes. They're that's the best unit for Miami is definitely their secondaries with those two safeties. They will both be playing on Sundays. So that's going to be the matchup that I'm really looking forward to. Can Connor Wegman really push the ball down the field? And I think they'll be able to, I think that Texas A&M front seven will be able to get pressure um, on Tyler Van Dyke and the Miami Hurricanes. So I, I got Texas A&M winning this one. There's a part of me that wants to put it high up, but just because of the uncertainties with both teams and they both kind of played scrubs last week, I'll probably put this one low, probably within the five to three range. Keeping it in the SEC, though, Ole Miss going down to Tulane. That's a weird game because you really don't see – a uh, power five team going on the road to a G5 team, man. This is Tulane Super Bowl. This really, really is. They do have the better quarterback in this game with um, with Michael Pratt um, versus Jackson Dart. But this is their Super Bowl. That place is going to be absolutely raucous. Um, of course, you have Ole Miss last week. They put up 73 points, man. They really looked good um, against Mercer. Qu- Quinson Judkins, probably the best back in the nation, if I had to say right right now. I mean, and th- there's a lot of good running backs in college football right now, man. I mean, it is it's absolutely loaded when it comes to the running back position in this sport. But I think Quinson Judkins is probably the top of it. And I'm really looking forward to see him. I mean, he ran angry last week. I mean, he ran harder than it looked like he ran all of last season. So if he's back and he's a, and he's a lot more motivated, I think Ole Miss is going to carry this one. I don't know about the spread. It's about seven and a half to Ole Miss. So I really don't know um, whether Ole Miss is going to cover the spread. I would probably stay away from this game if you do bet. But I think... Ole Miss is going to go down to Tulane, probably have a re- pretty, pretty, t- pretty tough matchup, but I'm really looking forward to this. This is this is in the three 
30 slot. So this is going to be a really fun game to watch. And I'm going all Miss. Um, I know most people in the Pickums will. And I'm going to put it, man, I really don't know where I'm going to put this game yet just because there's so much uncertainty. But I think all Miss is going to win. Just in case they do get upset, though, I might put it low um, just in case they do get upset. But, man, I am looking forward to this game. And can Ole Miss go on the road to a G5 environment? That's going to be a rowdy place to play, man. Really looking forward to it. One game that's kind of going under the radar, Notre Dame going down to Raleigh, North Carolina to play North Carolina State. No, no, North Carolina State last week against UConn. Their their offense really didn't pop like I wanted it to, man. Um, so that was kind of a bit of a concern to me. Their defense running the ball, well, getting ran on, really didn't look like I wanted it to either, man. So I'm kind of feeling uneasy when it comes to NC State. But I mean, having to go into Carter Finley Stadium, and this game is in the noon slot, but still having to go into that place. It's kind of been known throughout the ACC as a pretty tough place to play. So, man, I'm going with Notre Dame here. I think they have the better quarterback. I think they – I don't – they probably in the end of their both careers, I think Marcus Freeman will be a little better than Dave Doran. So, I'll go ahead and say they have the better coach. They have the better talent roster. They have the better front seven. They have a better offensive line. So I'll go with Notre Dame here. And even though I think Notre Dame is on upset watch, I'm probably going to put this game high. I'll probably have it like in like the nine to seven slot just because I think Notre Dame's a better team. Sam Sam Hartman, though, he is 0-2 when he was at Wake when he played at Carter-Finley Stadium against North Carolina State. So that... I mean, that has me kind of worried, and this is a sleeper game. Don't don't be surprised on all of the pregame shows on Saturday if you see people saying like, hey, not so fast, my friend, as the famous Lee Corso says. Don't be surprised if you don't see people picking North Carolina State to upset Notre Dame. Speaking of Sam Hartman's old team, Wake Forest, they host Vandy, Clark Lee, Barton Simmons, and Vandy. Man, you know, we've been telling you all offseason, don't sleep on Vandy. And, man, I'm I'm trying not to sleep on I want to pick Vandy here so bad. So, so, so bad. But, man, them going on the road against Wake Forest, that really weird slow mesh offense, man. This is an 11 o'clock game, so really early. With everything in me that wants to pick Vandy, I'm going to have to pick Wake just off the principle. I mean, they do have the more talented roster at this point in time. I hate having to go against Vandy and a good friend, Bo, but I'm going to have to go against Vandy. I think Wake might cover, too. That that spreads about 11.5 to 10.5, depending on, on where you're looking at it. But, man, I'm going Wake. Sorry, Bo. Sorry, Vandy. But I got to pick against you here. Last but not least, Illinois versus Kansas on a Friday. I love these weeknight games, man. It just gets college football here one day sooner. Man, 
I have no clue who to pick in this game. All week, I've been going back and forth. Do I pick Illinois to go on the road with Luke with Luke Altmeyer and win? Do I pick Jalen Daniels, who is coming back? He It was questionable whether he was going to play, but um, Lance Leipold came out today and said Jalen Daniels will start. He is going to be our guy on Saturday. So that's really big. He he was sneakily one of the best quarterbacks in the country last year. So I think Jalen Daniels is going to play very well against a depleted Illinois secondary. But can Luke Altmeyer, who might be he transferred from Ole Miss and he might be one of the better quarterbacks in the Big Ten E. I mean West. Some people are saying he might be the best. So I think he'll have to put that on display and when we'll have to see on Friday night, man. Right now, I have Kansas. Tomorrow, I might pick Illinois. I really don't know, but right now, I have Kansas. This is no doubt going to be my one game. I do know they're going to be screaming rock chalk Jayhawk out in Lawrence, Kansas, man. That atmosphere is going to be great for Kansas, and that is saying something. They are on the up and up in um, Lance Leipold's third year, man. I am really excited for what he's doing there. I'm so glad he didn't leave this offseason. I'm I'm pretty sure they extended him too. So that's that's super good for Kansas. They're re they're redoing their stadium, man. There's a lot of hype around that program. And I think they can make some noise in the new big 12. That's our that's our breakdown. Show really didn't go as planned. Will's internet cut out on him, so you just got me for the second half, baby, but that's okay. We will be back Sunday to review all of our picks, man. And I just want to thank everyone for all of, for all of y'all that listen, for all of y'all that have gotten back to us. Don't forget to subscribe on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. You can follow us on TikTok and Instagram. I'm so excited for these campus tours that we're going to be doing this fall. We want to bring you all videos that are so immersive that you feel like you just went to Tuscaloosa for the weekend, that you just went to Baton Rouge for the weekend. You went to Auburn to you went to Auburn for the weekend. You were able to see the trees getting rolled. You were able to hear them and see them and see the crowd play whenever the band plays Neck and Tiger Stadium, the real Death Valley. Man, I I can't wait. This is something we've been dreaming of for such a long time, man. And I just want to thank all of y'all, uh, all of y'all, uh, again for listening. We will be back Sunday. This is the extra point, and this is Gus signing off. Thanks for watching, and I will see.